The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the online marketing show. I'm your host, Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Infusionsoft expert, Micah Mitchell. Go to mmmastery.com to find out more about him. Micah, thank you so much for being on the call with me today. Of course. Thanks for having me, Joey. Micah, how did you get started in online marketing and end up creating an Infusionsoft training? Um, you know, probably like a lot of people's career paths, some of it was intentional and some of it accidental. So I acci- well, I was working at a company and they needed a webmaster but didn't want to pay for one and so asked me to learn how to do it. So I just kind of Googled my way into all of it. And uh, at some point along that route, started doing more CRM than web development. And that's when I found Infusionsoft and I ditched. You know, right the first time I saw it, it was kind of funny because I was trying to sell a client something else, uh, another CRM. And he said he'd take a look at it with me if I'd look at this other thing with him, which happened to be Infusionsoft. And so when I went and looked at Infusionsoft, I just said, yeah, go ahead and get that. And, you know, started learning more about it and started training people on that. So um, to get over to Infusion was kind of like stumbling around. But once I picked Infusion, it's been about seven years now where I've specialized in just that. And so within Infusionsoft, um, we, we can jump into what's all included in that. But in the Infusionsoft space, even, there's a a training aftermarket, there's software add-ons in the aftermarket. And so I've done add-ons before, I've done training before and direct implementation. And ultimately the training is something that I just really, really enjoy. And Infusionsoft lends itself well to supporting a training business also. Okay, so let's start right from the beginning. What is Infusionsoft and what can it do for marketers and business owners? Well, Infusionsoft, um, I'll start with the people who haven't heard about it and then cover maybe some of the misperceptions from people who have. But okay. Infusionsoft, if you don't know anything about it, is essentially a database for all of your customer information, all their names and emails and addresses and stuff. And some people put that you know, in whatever database they choose. The cool thing about Infusionsoft is it's able to automate off of that. So if you have an email address, it sends them emails. That's really basic. If you have an address... You can set it up and connect it to other things to where you can send letters. If you have their phone number, it can send automatic voice broadcasts and differentiate between a live answer or a voicemail answer. Um, you can connect it to text messaging. And so Infusionsoft is, is an autoresponder, but it's an autoresponder through multiple marketing mediums. And then, you know, that's only the marketing end of it. That's There's a whole other e-commerce engine that has shopping carts, order forms. Um, you can do one-click upsells and stuff like that, all sorts of discounts and trials and promotions. And so... They sell it as an all-in-one, and um, I love Infusionsoft, so this isn't in any way negative, but what all-in-one typically means is that they're not amazing at any one thing, you know, not incredible, although I'd say for them, if it was anything, it's kind of their automation logic. But they have everything under one roof, which in and of itself is incredible because they've tied it all together in a way that uh, you can automate your billing collections, you can automate sales all the way through collecting the card or if you have a sales team, you can automate the sales team. There's a whole module on there that controls interactions you know, with sales representatives and customers through the different stages if you have to even go into contracting and customizations and all that. So it's 
it covers it all. And I'm not going to say that it might be better than any one system for one thing, but in the way it puts it all together and allows businesses to put all that together and automate so much of their business, not just to make money, but a lot of times they save a lot of money by automating things. Um, yeah, it's an all-in-one with pretty much any internet marketing tool you can think of because it's been demand generated by their users for so many years, just people wanting things. So I'm sorry, long answer there, but it's a lot. It does a lot of things for a lot of businesses. One of the things people can sometimes think about Infusionsoft, which is a bit of a misconception, is because it sends emails, they can get thinking that it's just a normal autoresponder, something comparable to Aweber or GetResponse. But actually, it's quite a different tool than that. Um, so from an email marketing point of view, first of all, what cool things can Infusionsoft do that a normal autoresponder couldn't? Mm. Well, from an email marketing perspective, I'd say that uh, that has a lot to do with, you know, the impact of those emails. So it's going to send, you know, a batch of emails like anything. Mm-hmm. And it might be able to send different emails to different groups of people. Um Infusionsoft, honestly, their emailing function is, is really good because it's attached to the logic. Um, but just to be upfront, it's, um, there's other systems that do things like automatic split testing and, you know, kind of dial in that conversion automatically. Infusionsoft is more, here's all the, you know, mid-level to enterprise level tools. Um, and they call it, they say it's for small business, but they used to serve enterprise. And so some of the functionality and thinking is left over, but, from an email perspective, it's the fact that you can send an email and someone can click it and end up directly on a page with their invoice already generated. You know, do you want to use a previous card on file or a new card? So it's it's a lot of times it can deliver the email with the right, you know, let's say link in the email that can lead to a lot of other cool parts of the software. Again, it's the integration aspect, but um, I don't want to discount the email service. It's not that there's any problem with it. It's just that they really focus on it being a part of the bigger picture instead of some services that hone in on, you know, split testing emails and things like that. When you get to learn more about Infusionsoft, you often hear the word tag coming up quite often. Um, So first of all, what is a tag and how does that help us? A tag in Infusionsoft, um, it's it's a great question. I tell you did some homework. Um, But the... Yeah, the tag in Infusionsoft is a marker, meaning you have all these contacts and you can place different markers on them when they do things, and they call them tags. So this person bought, give them a tag. This person clicked, give them a tag. But the really, really interesting thing when I talk about you know the powerful automation, this is a perfect example with tags, is those tags are not only markers, but they, they can also be triggers. So when you place a marker on someone, it can trigger a whole bunch of different things to happen if you'd like to, which can be you know, other tags and so forth. And these markers on contacts are not only for you when you look up an individual contact to say, oh, did they do this? Did they do that? But those tags are the basis of automation. When you say, you know, let's take all of our contacts and let's send them into a split test of a few different sequences of emails. Well, you can sort that out through the tags. So the whole time they're doing anything, they're clicking, they're buying, um, you know, and you can have negative markers as well for them not doing things, but with everything that they're doing, you're marking them, and all of that is readily available for report filtering, for segmentation, for um, you know, really anything you want. Tags are so universal in, inside of Infusionsoft. Um, I think of it like uh, oil in an engine. They basically suspend all the other automation inside of tags, um, like an engine with oil in it, so that it can all run and 
you know, that oil is everywhere. There's tags are everywhere. There are filters, there are markers, they're used in every part of the system for whatever you want. And that, that's really kind of the main key to the magic, in my opinion. And the usual autoresponders, such as uh, MailChimp or GetResponse, those kind of autoresponders, they can't do that, can they? They're not that intelligent, are they? And like you said, the magic is in the tags that Infusionsoft give us. That's what gives us the extra intelligence about the person that we're emailing. So my next question is, what is an action set? That, again, is something that I hear when talking about tags. Um, I also hear action sets being brought up. So what is an action set and how does that help us? Um, an action set is kind of like it sounds. It's a set of actions in Infusionsoft. Mm-hmm. And those can be any of the things I mentioned so far, like invoicing someone, um, you know, for example, creating an order, applying tags to them, sending them emails, or queuing off other actions like letters, um, direct mail in that case, text and voice broadcast. So it's kind of a bundle of things, and it plays with the tags a little bit. Um, in Infusionsoft, you know, you were saying that the tags, uh, they kind of give that extra layer of functionality. In Infusionsoft, with the tags and the action sets, if you think of them all as separate, mm-hmm. um, most systems, like you mentioned, MailChimp, they're very linear. You know, if this, then that. This is more of a, well, if this and that and that and that or this or this or this or this. So you can you can add as many layers as you want. And then the action sets are the bundles of things that happen at the appropriate points. And those can include all sorts of you know different media interactions with the customer. So because it's not linear, does that mean that people can potentially, because of tags and action sets, they can go through a funnel via different routes customized to them and how they interact with your funnel? Yeah, that's the exact idea. Is they're trying to provide automation with you know as much customization as possible. So let's assume that we have some sort of squeeze page and we are getting leads. How do we then get those people who are perhaps strangers at the time? How do we then warn them up so that they eventually come to a point where they'd like to buy from us? Um, yeah, there's there's obviously a few things you can do. Providing you know the candid answer is oh, provide value, give them something or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's a difference between that and getting them ready to buy. So just the way you're asking that, warming them up so they're ready to buy. To me, that's um, it's incremental where you're saying, okay, we're going to, let's say it's an email sequence because that's, you know, everyone can understand that. We're going to slowly warm them up, not just here's a bunch of stuff, buy. And so it's a matter of um, testing in a way where you say, let's, let's try one where we send them a few little warm-ups and then we ask for the purchase. And then maybe we send a few little warm-ups from a different angle and ask for the purchase from a different angle, highlighting a different feature or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you got to weigh that against, well, maybe what we should do is we should warm them up for a whole 30 days and just really get them to love us and then ask them to buy it because they'll be more likely. Um, but there's a little bit of a trap in there that if you if you only give away stuff, um, you know, the way kind of information marketing works, for example, some people are able to and get trained by certain companies to just take the free stuff. Oh, you don't have to buy. It's all just free. And so you want to test and find a balance in there. But that's kind of the idea is um, how can we automatically just enhance this user's you know perception of our company, enhance their experience so far. And what I see works really well are giving them tools where you say, okay, you know, here's the free thing, the tool that you opted in for. And then really before, you know, generically warming them up or before, just changing the subject, you follow up on the tool and you're basically telling the customer, Hey, when I give you things, 
you know, I'm going to make sure you get the value. And then when you offer the next thing, let's say it now has a price tag, they understand, oh, it will be worth it because they'll follow through for it. And so a lot of those little things come into play, but the, the technical part of it is, I mentioned the email sequence, um, it becomes a little better when you mix in other mediums, direct mail and text and all that. And they all have their appropriate applications. So to give you one example, um, if you use webinars, here's, you know, something where you can have an email going out saying, hey, you're registered for the webinar. And if you only follow up by email, that works to a degree. But if you also get a text message out to the person, especially the day of the webinar, you don't want to hit them over the head too many days beforehand. You'll get them to opt out that way. But if you just send them one before the webinar that says, hey, just a friendly reminder, we've already sent you an email with all the login details. Here's the phone number in case you can only get there by phone. You know, thanks, that kind of thing. And really play it down. That's a, re- that's a lot more powerful because people are busy. They might just be in the next room and not by their email. They want to attend the webinar. They're just talking to somebody. And so, you know, that's some of the power of Infusionsoft is integrating that. And then you could even say after the webinar, sending to those who attended, if you collect their addresses or to those who bought a personalized thank you letter, even if it's only an online course. And this is where, again, Infusion is strong because it can branch out to other things. So you take something as simple as a webinar, you wrap a couple different touch points around it. Um, and you can, there's cases where you can get someone to give a physical address registering for a webinar. Um, depending on the content of the webinar. So it's just saying integrating all that stuff together, that's another great way to get someone to buy. If it's a free webinar, um, you you warm them up through that. You send them a follow-up letter in the mail, giving them an offer, asking them to call a phone number. And, you know, there's a lot of details around this. If you even had a phone number, Infusion will let you track it. If it's a separate phone number, there's ways to track where things are coming from to get ROI in the other reports. But that's kind of a broad look at webinars, for example, and, you know, use them as a warm up or make an offer right on the webinar and, you know, go with whatever you want. But you have all those options. Do you have any recommendations when it comes to webinars? Any tools that you find work particularly well with Infusionsoft? Yeah, I do. There's there's something called Stealth Seminar. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it um, it does basically fake webinars, right? So you can do pre-recorded webinars, but it works with Infusion in that you can set these points in the webinar where it will actually apply tags back in Infusionsoft. So if you have, let's say, five people coming to a webinar just to keep it simple, and then one person didn't come, one person showed up and left in five minutes, one person stayed for half of it, one person left right before the pitch, and one person actually saw the pitch at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, typically you have, you know, you have no idea who's who. Um, you can manually sometimes download that and try to update it, but Stealth Seminar provides the ability to do these um, fake webinars or evergreen webinars, probably more PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do that. And then inside of Infusionsoft, depending on where they ended up in the webinar, this is that power of automation where you can then trigger a whole sequence of emails saying, hey, we, we know you only got to hear what you just missed before you left the webinar was blah, 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 blah. And um, that can be really, really powerful. We've... Um, We've done a few funny things. I've got a friend, um, Grant James, who does a lot of Facebook training, and we've done some funny webinars with him where we even did a, a fake webinar about how to do fake webinars, and it worked really, really well. I mean, people, I think, by the middle of it, they even knew that was happening, but they just didn't care because it was the content was relevant and they wanted to learn it and so forth. But um, that's a tool I highly recommend, and one of the reasons I really, really recommend it, uh, you can also do webinars with GoToWebinar, for example, and there's integrations to that, but 
that kind of thing is something you can put into your funnel ongoing. Um, people build these big funnels uh, around a single webinar, a single date, you know, mm-hmm. November 15th or whatever. When the date passes, all that work is lost. And so I see a lot of companies making that incremental growth by building up these webinars this way and then reusing them here and there, properly edited, you know, and, and you can, um, it's like, it's like a shotgun. You can blow your foot off with that thing. Mm-hmm. If you do it wrong, you can offend people. But if you do it right and you actually have good intentions, it really works well. I think, um, even in a marketing sense where you have a pretty savvy clientele, even if they catch on to it, they know, you know what I mean? And they don't really care if the content's good. So, um, you know, content first, but all the tricks of the trade are available with something like self seminar, everything you can really think of. Very cool. Awesome. You also mentioned earlier about direct mail, text, and voice broadcasts, uh, and that they can be integrated with Infusionsoft. Do you have any recommendations for tools there? Yeah, so first for direct mail, you know, there's a bunch of them out there. I personally like Molding Box. Okay. It's a fulfillment company, and they're cool because they'll send your mail, but they'll also send your, they call it lumpy mail, your packages. So if you have mm-hmm. CDs in a workbook, they'll package it all up and send it. So that's you know, on the fulfillment end of things more than the direct mail marketing, but they have a direct integration to Infusion to where it kicks out to them, they mail it, they can kick back confirmation numbers if there's tracking involved and so forth. You know, a, a simple letter with mail merges is the simplest end of that, but it can get as complex as you want it. Um, uh, that's molding box with text. There's a couple tools out there. There's one called Infusion SMS, and that's... Um, that's something I actually at one point got from the VP of Infusionsoft with my partner at the time and mess with. And that's another one where you don't want to abuse it. You know, you want to, with all these new marketing technologies, there's a window where, oh, it's cool and it's new and it, it's new and it works. And then people abuse it and the, you know, the consumer base stops caring basically. So mm-hmm. with text, you want to be really careful if you use it. You kind of look at those things. At least I do when I have a, phone number that I'm going to text or send a voice broadcast is, is almost sacred little interactions where you want to be very careful and you want to make sure the person perceives that as being adding value, not just you trying to get to them in another way besides email. Um, voice broadcasts, that one is the easiest of the three. It is built in right to Infusionsoft where you just go in and you put in your phone number and it calls you actually and an auto attendant says, you know, go ahead and record your message after the beep and so forth. So that one's actually the easiest. And I think um, each one's going to come with a little bit of a cost. Direct mail postcards are typically under a dollar. Depends on the volume. Text, I'm just trying to remember here. It's uh, I, I would imagine it's still under 50 cents to get a text out, but I can't remember for sure. And then the voice broadcasts and fusion charges 15 cents a minute. So you add a, you add a little bit of... Um, you know, money on top of it. Mm-hmm. But again, if you use it sparingly, you're not going to harass anybody and you're not going to spend that much money anyway. So it's all three are pretty easily done. Okay. So let's move on to sequences. First of all, do you have just one sequence where they go through and let's say, for example, it's 12 emails and then it comes to an end or from there, do you then put them into a different sequence based on their engagement with the previous sequence, um, is, is it possible to, for you to map out the process of how it works for you, Micah? Yeah, and um, since you say map out, that's a perfect analogy. So 
or you know, perfect visualization here where we're doing just audio. Mm-hmm. If you can think of making a little mind map of your marketing, like, oh, here's a little bubble that the person opts in, and that leads to a little square where this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have those, and you know, I'll have one like you said with eight emails or whatever, and it comes to an end. And then I'll just have instead of connecting something right to that, I do have lots of sequences. So when you say how many sequences do I have? Probably over the years, you know, hundreds and hundreds. I've got multiple applications and that, but um, the ones that I use at the end of any one sequence where I think, okay, you know, this sequence is over, but my relationship with this customer isn't over, that's where you just apply a tag, like I said. And so that's a marker saying, hey, sequence over, but a tag is also a trigger again, so it also says start this other sequence at the end of that one. And so I do a lot of just chaining sequences together. Would the links in the chain be different or in different orders, depending on things that they've done before? Let's say, just as an example, you teach copywriting and traffic. And let's say that you have two back-end sequences. One is about copywriting and sells a copywriting product, and the other is about traffic and sells a traffic product at the end of the sequence. So after going through the first sequence, if they indicated at some point, maybe on a questionnaire or by clicking on a certain link that they may have indicated that they are more interested in one subject um, rather than the other. Um, could you then put people into different sequences based on how they've acted in the previous sequence? There's two ways to do it. So yes, absolutely. Um, and that's that's what everyone's doing is there's there's people who branch, which is essentially you're going down to the, the path and if you click this link, you branch up. If you don't, it's going to branch down. Mm-hmm. And so there's um, that kind of thing. But even in the example with the, you know, eight emails in a sequence, um, think of selling something as a campaign. And that's even what Infusion calls it as a campaign. So you have a campaign to sell something, mm-hmm. which might include 10 or 12 sequences. And they might be going in the first sequence. And if they click the first link in the first email, the first sequence just completely dies as soon as they click and they just hop over to the second. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first sequence had maybe 10 emails and in case they didn't click the first one to keep following up. But that's what it hap- that's what happens is you build, you know, each individual sequence is typically based on an action. So if the customer does this, we're going to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are all just waiting for the customer to take actions, but a lot of those actions also cancel the existing sequence when they jump over to another one. So you could be selling the same thing, but you're selling it to people in different ways. Again, for example, if someone is really engaging with your sequence and opening and clicking all of the emails that you're sending them, um, would they go through a different sequence than someone who is just lukewarm? They're not opening many emails. They're skipping a lot of emails. They're not, they're opening them maybe, but they're not clicking the links inside the emails. Would you send a different set of emails to handle that kind of a person based on their behavior? Or would you keep it the same regardless of how they behave? Um, you would. And, I'll, the way I think about it is phishing. And so if you, in your example with the uh, copywriting and traffic, mm-hmm. they might have opted in for copywriting and then you'd have a copywriting phishing sequence where it's basically sending them emails. And as soon as they click one and they, you know, that's the hook, then they jump into a sequence more about that subject, you know, that mm-hmm. part of copywriting. And so definitely you can um, hone in on that. And then a lot of people also like the idea of, you know, uh, cold, lukewarm and hot leads and depending on you know how many times they click or whatever infusion will say oh now you're jumping up to hot lead and so they'll have a sequence based on hot lead that just totally takes over cancels whatever else was happening and says this person's hot now we're doing these things 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about that. I know that in Infusionsoft, you can actually score your leads. So when you're scoring your leads, Michael, what contributes to whether a lead is hot or cold? So first of all, let me just kind of define the way they do their lead scoring. They've got uh, these five little flames, and so they really go with that analogy of how hot the lead is. And they allow you to set up your own criteria saying, well, if someone gets a tag that we've been talking about, a marker, maybe they go up one flame. You know, now they're one level of heat. And if they end up with 10 tags, they go up to two and so forth. So you can kind of pick your own criteria to do it. The way that I do it is I'm really, I look at it, I guess, slightly different. Um, I should, I should also state that the lead score that they're using, they use more for, um, call center representatives where they say, when I walk in, which leads should I call first? Mm-hmm. Should I call, you know, cold or hot? And so they've got all these emails kind of maintaining their lead base and trying to get people past a certain point to qualify for a call in an internet marketing sense. It's, uh, it's, you know, tags in and of themselves kind of handle a lot of that segmentation for you. But yeah, you can pick your own criteria and warm them up. It's like I said, a little more for the call center, but it is helpful. And in my case, I really look at what they're buying because there's so many things they can click. It's not quite as relevant to me, but I've got products where some are really expensive and some are really cheap. And so I kind of build up their lead score saying, well, um, you know, what, how much money have they spent with this? That's more of a qualifier for me at this point, um, with some of my info. So kind of a lot of things there, but hopefully that helps. Sure. And are there any other things contributing to that? Like whether they actually open your emails or other things that you could score them on? Um, opening, no, just because, so they don't, uh, Infusion doesn't really offer a lot of automation based off of open rates, just because they say it's not really, it's not really something they can depend on too much, but clicking, Absolutely. Um, and again, that becomes a tag. So where I say tags can create a lead score, well, a click can cause a tag and other actions they take can cause a tag. So aside from open, most anything they do, even in the text messaging world, if they reply to a keyword, you can have that apply a tag and change their lead score if you wanted to. Do you have any tips for keeping our list clean? I know that Infusionsoft is quite strict when it comes to being marked as spam. They've got a pretty uh, much a, a no tolerance policy and they don't give you too many second chances so what can we do to make sure that we're only ever contacting people who really want to hear from us yeah it's a good question um the one good thing infusion kind of forces that there's always an unsubscribe link and so they do a few things to keep people compliant automatically for example if you mm-hmm. upload a list of contacts they might only send to a few of them before they decide the list is safe enough to send to so they kind of police it in a way, which is really good overall when you consider that you're sharing some of those servers with other users and you want that overall score to be good. Mm-hmm. But on an individual basis, um, I'll, I'll start with this, even though it sounds abstract, it's all about the intent. And what I mean by that is you can actually have people opt in legitimately and do everything legitimately, but still mark you as spam. And you could actually steal a list and email them and they don't mark you as spam. So the point is, if the customer marks you as spam, that's the ultimate indicator. If they don't, you know, that's the ultimate indicator. And people always get hung up on the technical details, but, you know, that's what it is to me. Never, ever, ever buy a list, by the way. That was just an example, but yeah. just because they're usually a waste of money. They're always a waste of money. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when, when you have, let's say, your old customer base and you just get into Infusion, you think, well, I've got all these customers. I'm going to put them into Infusionsoft. I'm going to email. Well, Infusion's going to ask how old are they and so forth. And, 
and even though there's that temptation to just email them all, you know, everyone feels it. Mm-hmm. You you just kind of follow the rules. That's a big thing, and then make sure your intent um, is there. And really, you'll see you'll see people you know reporting spam, um, and that's your indicator. One one really really big tip though, if you get Infusionsoft, kind of the weirdest tip of all, is I would get a good relationship with their email compliance guys because they don't want to lock anyone out of Infusionsoft. Mm-hmm. When they have problems, they actually have an attitude of. Well, let's figure out if we can fix the cause. You know, they don't want to lose a customer. They want to help you fix it. So a lot of customers, um, you know, they avoid that or they're afraid of it. But I would say call those guys up and say, hey, this is what I've got. This is what I'm thinking of doing. Do you think that's okay? And, um, I've seen experiences where they'll, they'll say, yeah, go ahead and mail it. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, if there's a problem, you know, we can talk about it, but thanks for letting us know. And so that way you've already de-escalated even a potential problem. Do you ever delete contacts if they've not been engaged for a certain period of time, or would you always try to keep them and reactivate them? Well, um, I might, when you say delete, um, I would stop emailing contacts in cases, but I wouldn't delete them, you know, just for having some historical data. But as far as the emails go, Mm -hmm. if they don't do anything, what I like to do is I start one of those phishing campaigns, but I email them every 60 or 90 days, basically. So now I'm not, I'm not degrading my overall open rates by just sending too much email to people who don't answer, but I'm not giving up on that lead. And that sequence might last two years, but it's an easy sequence to write. It's a simple kind of tip where you, you go and you write eight emails that are timeless and then you put them in, let's say every 90 days for two years. And that way your, your coldest, oldest leads pass them into there. And if they click one of those things, they can reactivate themselves and you can open up contact again. But it's kind of like a last-ditch effort that doesn't really hurt your overall sender score. Do you have any recommended plugins that can enhance our experience with Infusionsoft? Yeah, there are there are a lot of them, first of all. So you, you can go to their marketplace and kind of look them up. But uh, the few that really come to mind, one of them is from Infusionsoft, from the same company who does the CRM, but it's an add-on mm-hmm. called Customer Hub, and they actually bought it from someone in the aftermarket a few years ago. So they support it, which is really nice because it comes with all that support. But Customer Hub is is just one of the coolest things. That's where that's the portal where customers can view their own invoices, change their credit cards, and you know, kind of manage themselves. And so it's a really good supplement to all this push marketing. You have people a portal for them to go into and. It is also a membership site mm-hmm. where, you know, you can lock down content in that and they can also click on links. They can automate themselves a little within there, meaning the customer can go into the membership site. You can ask them questions. They could fill out a survey, which applies tags, or they could click links, which apply tags. So Customer Hub is, is a really big one. And I, that's what my whole thing is built on and highly recommend it. Another one for anybody who's really into analytics, there's something called Report Mojo. And it's an add-on that uses Infusionsoft's API, um, which I'll just mention real briefly is how you can extend Infusionsoft. So it's a software, but they have a whole interface where you can write your own code if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. But the Infusionsoft add-on here, Report Mojo, that uses that API, that one is cool because it takes a lot of the data in Infusionsoft that is compartmentalized. It's in maybe different parts of the system or where you can look at it. You can't quite break it out in the different ways you want to, and it it allows you to break all that data out and does a lot of graphical representation of the data. So report mojos, you know, if you're an analytics nut, that one is a must-have. Um, Customer Hub, I think, is a must-have just right out of the gates. It's just so valuable. So my final question is, do you have any final tips for us 
for getting the very most out of Infusionsoft? Yeah, I think the main the main tip, and I even give this to you know eight figure businesses using Infusionsoft, is just keeping it simple mm-hmm. and being adaptable because they, especially the bigger ones, but sometimes even some of the startup businesses, they really want it to be exactly the the way they want it, you know, and they get hung up on that aspect instead of putting in some form of simple automation that can begin, you know, doing something for them now. So that's a big thing is just, you know, adapt to what it will do and keep it simple, at least as a phase one. I understand the need for branding, especially the bigger you get. But like I said, even really big businesses, it's just like, you know, um, do you want to spend three months messing with your whole customized mess or do you just want to use it now and start making money? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the biggest tip is just just go for it and keep it simple. Um, and you'll you'll figure out enough eventually to then understand what degree of customization you really want. So where can we get more of this information from you, Micah? You've given us some great tips and some ideas, and I'm sure that you've got a lot more where that came from. So where can we go? Um, yeah, thank you. My website is mmmastery.com, so mastery with three Ms.com. Mm-hmm. And right on that front page, you can opt in for some free videos and that sort of thing that will take you through at, at first at a high level, really conceptually, which is good for people who've not been inside the software. Because my other training is once you get Infusionsoft, that's really the market I deal with is um, people who already have it, people who are using it and already are having problems and people who have already gotten a lot of training but just have you know more things they want to do or whatever. So I do a lot of the technical, but if you just go to mastery, again, with 3Ms at the beginning, dot com, then there's a free video series there that starts from the beginning. It, it probably assumes that you're a, a business owner and somewhat familiar with the Internet, but other than that, it kind of warms you up and teaches you a lot of the concepts that you'll need. It's a free video series that'll it'll work actually whether you use infusion or not so that's a good place for people to go initially and when they watch the videos are they going to see inside infusion soft because i'm sure a lot of people are listening to this and they may be thinking this stuff sounds great but without infusion soft being right in front of them in front of their eyes it's quite difficult for them to visualize and understand how all of this actually works so do you teach that side of things I do. In fact, I think on that same page, um, so I said the videos will work without it, but it mm-hmm. it references a link on the page to a demo of Infusionsoft. And so uh, if they go there and, you know, the concept, it, as soon as they're done with the concept or if they just want to dive right in, they can go and click and look at Infusionsoft's demo. Awesome. Okay, so that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And thank you, Micah, for coming on the show. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it, Joey. The Online Marketing Show, every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.